Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fed. You got me, Kevin Hagelin. Corey Majors is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Kind of having a tough day, Kevin. Had something happen yesterday that's making me feel old. We'll have to discuss in the C block later. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should not laugh. I'm familiar with this story. <laughs> I get why it makes you feel old. We have Mike Bassick with us. All right, getting ready for baseball nuggets at 10:45. And sharing baseball nuggets with you. Derek Holland in with us today. Good morning, Derek. Good morning, sir. And of course, would you prefer if I just call him Slim Scotty out the gate, Mike? Oh, okay. Because I'm Slim Scotty. Yes, I'm the real Scotty. Now, <laughs> that's the energy we're bringing to the show today. I'm excited about that. Now, my question for y'all is twofold question. Is your confidence in the Cowboys offensive line still high, maybe even higher, after the injury to Jason Peters? And why do national people not respect Tyler Smith? That's a great question. I thought that when they kept ranking the top 10 rookies uh, in the NFL, he never even got consideration for kind of even the five that weren't on the top 10. Well, get ready for it to be even worse, Mike. They're so, ranking him as a bad pick? No, right? no, no. It just goes even further for oh, okay. your selection. So ESPN put up their final top 10, right? Rookies. And some of these make a lot of sense. Like, I'm not saying Tyler Smith should be the number one rookie or anything like that. Sauce Gardner... Aiden Hutchinson, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Tariq Woolen, all had phenomenal years. Yeah. Kenneth Walker, Tyler Linderbaum, Christian Watson, Damian Pierce, and Brock Purdy. That's your top ten right Stupid. there. Stupid. Okay. Yeah, but Brock Purdy's number one. I can if the if the season was longer, I could see it going in that direction. But the just missed, there are three more in the just missed category. And then in the also received votes, there are 11 more. So 24 rookies, none of them are Tyler Smith. So they're saying Tyler Smith, not even a top 24 rookie in the league this year. How tough do you think it is, Corey, for these people to rank wide receiver versus offensive tackle oh, slash yeah, guard? Sure. I mean, just think about this, Mike. The, this year was the first time that the all pro team was vo- like their the players version was voted on and they could only vote for guys they go up against or guys that are in their own position so even those guys you know they get that that possibility i think that for other people to kind of watch every play of an offensive lineman it's grinding it's boring and you can't just look at stats and go, oh, that's that makes a, a great year for this guy. Is it- it's very difficult for that other than did he have 60 pancake blocks? I will say this, though. After this weekend, people will know Tyler Smith. Okay. I, I really strongly okay. think you're going to look at Tyler Smith this week and go, he was the difference 
in the Cowboys being the bully. This is a guy, if they if he's playing left tackle this week, I think you're going to look at it and say, that dude right there showed up and he put it on some people because he doesn't play this finesse style of football. He is a very physical player. He's the kind of guy you need in this. He, Micah needs to be in his ear all week. Micah needs to be talking to him saying, hey, we need you to be this guy. You, you need to be the most physical player on the team because he can. I think my frustration, because what y'all are saying about the about the offensive line play totally makes sense. And like Tyler Linderbaum is seventh on the list and he's a center, but you have tackles and guards in the rest of the list, like Abraham Lucas, Jamari Saylor or Sawyer is they, so they have tackles, guards, centers all on the list. And so some of those guys made it. And it was just surprising to me because do we not all feel like he's had a heck of a rookie year? I do, uh, especially having to fill in approximately a week before the season started to say, hey, well, guess what? Yeah. Uh, Tyron Smith is out for most of the year. You are now going to have to take over left tackle. And I thought he did a very good very job. Very good job. I mean, there's been so many times where, whether it was, let's say, Connor Williams, when he came onto the scene and the Cowboys really liked that pick. But, man, I felt like every other week we were talking about, man, Connor Williams just didn't do his job. Early on in his career, right, for his first two to three years, just not doing his job. Biotish, when he came on for Travis Frederick, we're like, ah, you know, he's struggling a little bit, this and that. Now he has moments, but he's he has those really bad moments. I don't really feel like we ever came in this year in 17 games and now 18 and go, boy, Tyler Smith was the main reason or one of the main reasons the Cowboys had a, a rough game or a tough game. And I think that's really important for a rookie that we never pointed him out after the five losses. I, I, I know, and I've I have also seen some people be like, "Hold on, no Deron Bland either." Yeah, no Deron Bland either. I I I could get that. I I I get that a little bit. He at least didn't start or play the way Purdy's number ten. Yeah, Bland didn't start playing until week six or seven. I'm gonna guess after he had Jordan Lewis, and then Anthony Brown gets hurt a little bit later. So. He didn't have a, a, a full season. Yeah. And if Brock Purdy's number 10, then it's going to be really tough for Duran, for Bland to all yeah. of a sudden get into that category. So my question to go along with this is, like, obviously you want Jason Peters to get better. He's part of the team. He brings you great depth. He can play. Is there any part of you that thinks the injury could bring about the best version of the offensive line? Because as it stands right now, yes. it would be... Tyler Smith at left tackle, Connor McGovern at left guard, Tyler Biotish at center, Zach Martin at right guard, and Tyron Smith at right tackle. And for most of those guys, that is like the before Terrence Steele got hurt, that was like a pretty consistent version of what you were getting for a lot of the season. I, you know, I, I will say this: Tyron looked a lot better uh, in the, in the playoff game. There Which was we a, needed him to a different right? version. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Against Washington, it was it was very disheartening. Yeah. The uh, this is as it, it, without Terrence Steele, like you said, this yeah. is the best version you can get. Peters looked a little old on some plays where they were asking him to do a couple things, but he still he still is a Hall of Famer. He still understands. Sure. He sees the game. But there are going to be moments where hey, old man has his hey, he, he couldn't do what he was supposed to do. Tyler Smith out there, McGovern at left guard is a group that McCarthy will say this a lot. They played together a lot. They know what they're supposed to be hearing. They know what they're supposed to be doing. There's nothing new that they're trying to figure out. 
they know how to play next to each other. So yes, for me, this is the the version of the offensive line I want to see. I'm glad that I got to see Tyron Smith playing better than he did against Washington in the playoff game because that makes me feel even more confident that he can do it again. I think you're you have a great question. I think the issue is there could be, I hope not, but on Monday that the offensive line, we blame them a little bit if the Cowboys lose, but they're going up against arguably the best defensive Man, front in the NFL. No so freaking you're saying, hey, is this the best version? I'll tell you what, if they are able to give Dak Prescott consistent time in this game or any type of running lanes in this game, then heck yes, because this is this will be their biggest challenge if they win it all. This will be the offensive line's biggest challenge this Sunday. I think you're probably right about that, and you already see from the 6-8-2, and I'm sure this will continue, and for good reason, Bosa is going to tear Tyler Smith up or anyone that plays left tackle, and that's the key. I mean, Nick Bosa is going to be named the defensive player of the year for good reason. He has had a phenomenal year, and so if you can, if you can come out, let's even say close to neutral, on that matchup, I think it's a win. Like, if you can neutralize at all Nick Bosa, I think you're going to be like, fantastic, let's go win this game. Yeah, and Mike, when you say time, there are a couple things about, like, I don't need 15 seconds in the pocket. And I think you, I don't think you're trying to say that. Right. But to get, to keep Dak in rhythm, that's the that's the definite key. He looked in rhythm on, on Monday, right? Like, he looked like I dropped back, my clock tells me I got to get rid of the ball or go. And that's the, and if he goes, it can't be, there's a guy out there he's running into. So Mike's got a really valid, if they, if they can keep him in rhythm and San Francisco can't get him out of it, man, we're looking at a really good Dak. So I was on San Francisco radio this morning. And so sometimes you get some insight from their side of what they're worried about. Here's what they're worried about. And you tell me how the Cowboys can take advantage of this. They say that their defensive flaw is they can give up big plays like DK Metcalf. They will give up bombs. So that means you have to have two to four seconds, probably a little bit more than two, probably three to four seconds to let your guy run Mm -hmm. that go route to then maybe take advantage of San Francisco's weakness on defense, according to the 49er fans, is they can give up 30-plus yard plays down yeah. the field that's where they're most vulnerable is giving up bombs do you see the cowboys trying to run some big plays where they got to give Dak about three seconds to let you name it cd lamb yeah. gallup get down the anybody field. have a shot i yeah. i think the encouraging thing is with this combination is smith and mcgovern have played alongside each other 14 games this year so like you look continuity they talk about on offensive line i get it other people will say no i just want the best five out there but if you believe in the continuity aspect of it you would hope if the pressure's coming off the right side for their defense left side for us that you would be able to give them that extra time because i also think that there's times when don't you feel like this offensive line pass walks better than they run block it seems like it down the stretch here Obviously, if you had asked me that through 10 games of the season, I might say, I don't know, man. They've done a great job running blocking. Right about what time when Terrence Steele went down. That's when it all changed. Because the the Steele-Martin combination to run off the right side was great. And, yeah, and, like, not just their combo blocks, Kevin, but the the individual work Terrence Steele was doing as a run blocker. He was becoming an elite run blocker. Like, that's that's what really is frustrating is when you watch what he was doing, he was becoming – an elite at that at that spot 
can't necessarily say it was pass blocking, and he can work on that. Is he's you've seen this guy grow now, but he was becoming an elite run blocker. So yeah, man, I I definitely got to figure out how to get how to get the pass blocking working, but we got to figure out how to get the run blocking back. Is there when you're talking about the big plays like passing wise? San Francisco's defensive front is phenomenal, and they'll bring it. Does it make you feel any better that at least you saw glimpses of that can make someone pay for over-pursuit? Because that's what the Cowboys' defense falls victim to. We saw that against Daniel Jones is they pursue so hard. He's like, all right, I can just step through or step up. Yeah, and I think that that's the key for the Cowboys is San Francisco's not going to bring blitzes, right? We watched last year. They played... They had a similar defense last year. Now they have a different offense because they have Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy. So you literally take out and put in a new quarterback and a new running back and a premium running back. It changes a little bit of what you're going up against there. But when I look at it from the other side, yes, Dak can be great. And if Dak plays the way he played on Monday night, if he just continues that game, obviously it's going to be against a different opponent. It's a different night. But if he continues to play that way, the Cowboys can win the Super Bowl. But I think that's the concern probably, or I think fear from Cowboy fans wanting to have complete and total confidence on Sunday night is that will Dak be that consistent? Like for the most part, Pat Mahomes, for the most part, uh, like Joe Burrow now early in his career, you see consistency week to week. You know the exact quarterback you're getting. There'll be a flub in there every once in a while. Nobody's perfect, but you just don't know with Dak. And if Dak plays the way he played last week, the Cowboys can beat anybody. You know, to that point, I thought this was a really quirky stat is against, I I apologize, it's either teams with winning records or playoff teams. Dak Prescott has the second highest QBR in the league behind only Patrick Mahomes against those teams because so many of his crap games have come against poor teams. I got to turn my mic on. Derek. Sorry about that, guys. (laughs) He also had the highest QB rating this week, too, in the uh, the playoffs. Yes, he did. The other thing, too, I was going to ask, do you think that this is going to be the toughest defense that the Cowboys will face yes. throughout the rest of the, yes, the road? I do. I, and so I, this, so Mike's right. Then if they win this one, that you might as well just start looking for. Well, I mean, we can't look ahead, but look at that Super Bowl. I am of the opinion not to inflame the Philly or New York people. I think if you win this game, you will be in the Super Bowl. I think the San Francisco 49ers, spoiler alert for power ranking, the power ranks at 120. I believe that the San Francisco 49ers are the best team in the NFC right now. And I don't feel like that's a stretch. Segment over now. No, <laughs> I prepared all this. I got my, my power rankings over here, my quarterback power rankings, and you just blew it up. But you, you think, though, when you say that they're the toughest defense, but yet the Eagles... That's a rival, though. It's a whole different animal when it becomes a rivalry, though. The Eagles are good for sure. I just, I think San Francisco is better, and I still have questions about, especially when you saw how Jalen Hurts looked in the last regular season. I know Sirianni game. I know Nick Sirianni said he's much better. He's not on the injury report. I'm curious how much he will run or how effective he will be against the Giants than, Lord willing, the Cowboys. Well, that time off, though, is going to help big time. For sure. That's the big key, too, is how's he going to respond after that? That is a great question. I just, I'm curious, do you lose your momentum from everything that you had going into it? And then obviously you got hurt. Now you have to reestablish that again. Yeah, no, these are great questions that I hope we get to answer because they're, no, no, because they're playing next week. Like, I really hope we still get to answer those questions. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, right here on 105.3 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan right now. Brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas. Built for you. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. How's it going? We're doing well. We're doing well. We were just talking about this and obviously want to get your insight. Is it possible? Like, obviously, we all want Jason Peters to get better as soon as possible and be prepared and all of that stuff. Is there any part of you that thinks that perhaps this is the best offensive line combination you can roll out right now? Yeah, I absolutely do. Uh, I think Tyler Smith has played at a very high level. Um, I heard your guys' discussion on my way in about uh, was it uh, he was being overlooked as yeah, a rookie. ESPN didn't put him in their top 24 rookies. And if I remember correctly during the broadcast, and I don't pay attention to everything they say, but Troy Aikman pointed out that this kid should w- win some sort of Rookie of the Year award. Yeah. If you think about what he's accomplished of, you know, in uh, training camp, working as a left guard in like what, what was it, 10, 12 days before the season opener? It's like, oh, no, no, you're the left tackle. And then when they had the injuries, it's like, no, you're the left guard. And then in the middle of the game, no, no, you're the left tackle. And he performed well uh, in all those roles. 
Uh, and I, I just think what happens with with rookies, you know, if you're not an offense, there's no stat for an offensive lineman, right? Yeah. And even if they have one, do you believe it? Uh, yeah, like, I get your point. Like defensive range in baseball, sometimes yeah, I have issues yeah. with that stat. And so, yeah, I, I, I think, um, I mean, I sort of like the idea uh, having McGovern to play fullback, um, but they they compensated and Sean McEwen lined up, you know, one of the tight ends lined up as a fullback, so they were still able to use, uh, you know, that formation. Uh, but, yeah, I thought with Tyler Smith on the outside and McGovern was playing well at guard and you get Biotish back, and I think as the games are going along, um, Tyron Smith is playing better at right tackle. So uh, I, I'm, I'm with him uh, on the, what was it, the uh, Avante Collins hat about, you know, the offensive line leads the way. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the key to this Cowboys team because when you start playing – uh, playoff games uh, against a team like San Francisco that has uh, a pretty good defense, you know, one of the things you're going to have to do is score, and it's going to be about this Cowboys offense going forward. Well, if you don't score any points, it'll go into – if they don't score any points either, it's overtime, Mickey. So that makes sense. Oh, okay. Zero, zero ties. So they're going to definitely have As to As long do as that. you don't have to kick an extra point. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mickey. Oh. Do you realize – I don't know if you guys saw it, but that was the lead – to Jimmy Kimmel's monologue last wow. night. It was? <laughs> they 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 did they showed every kick he missed. Oh no. As he was talking over it. Oh. And then finally Ooh. they showed but thank goodness he made the last one, right? It was I was not aware of that. Yeah. No, I didn't know that either. Thank yeah. you for Yeah. And it's like, "Oh that. my goodness." <laughs> well, uh, and, and, you know, and poor Brett Maher, you know, he's the nicest guy in the world. And, you know, you've been living in, you know, incognito in Lincoln, Nebraska. And, you know, and, and just uh, so I was going to by the way. So you got two pitchers on with you, right? Yeah, yes. we do. Hi. You, you guys ever get finicky about the mound that it threw you off trying to throw strikes? Yeah, I would the mound specifically. The yeah. mound. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, it's all about for me if the pitcher that I'm going up against if he creates a crater in the landing hole, uh-huh. or if he digs in the rubber. I'm not a guy that likes to dig, so I, I want it to be kind of flat. So I'll usually try to cover it up as much as I can. And I'd say the worst is when you are a reliever, because that means two starters have been on the mound, and let's say a reliever or two. So now you're coming in there trying to fill in holes a little bit so that you don't feel like you're off balance pitching. Yeah, and you guys have the ability to, like, call timeout and say, hey, come rake this up, right? I mean, I don't know if you ever had to do it, but I've seen it happen. Yeah, it's more, you kind of get that more when it's raining out uh-huh. to where you need to put some diamond dry down or something. I don't. I haven't really seen too many guys ever complain when it's not raining out. Okay, so I think I mentioned it yesterday, and, and I think, uh, you know, I was right. He got pretty finicky about the field before the even warmed up i saw him going around and and it was the, the field was kind of weird because they had resodded in parts of it in other parts there weren't between the hash marks where that's where you're kicking right uh it was resodded but it wasn't like a, a 50 yards of resod right it, it, it like it at some points it stopped 
So I saw him walking around before, you know, the bus got there, and he just got out out there, and he went and checked out the field, and he was tapping around with his foot all over to see what the footing was like. And I don't know if that didn't get in his head that, oh, I'm not comfortable, you know, with the, with the footing, with the grass. And, and maybe he just kind of psyched himself out that, God, I hate this field, you know. And, and I don't know, not, not trying to give him an excuse, John Fossil pointed out uh, yesterday. Yeah. But that's just the placement of the ball. He, he doesn't have to worry about where the ball's placed, right, by putting the white grass there where that's where they're going to mark it. Uh, I don't I don't think that was a problem. And I'm sure, you know, after they the first two kicks, you guys were so bad, they lost the balls. Yeah, they ran out of K-balls. And they were getting ready to run yeah. out of K-balls, right? So now what do we do? Because here's our three. Uh, and, you know, we kind of scrubbed them up the way we like to scrub them up. Um, Man, Mickey, for me, this, whatever it is, the first extra point or first field goal will mean everything yes. to the Cowboys. Okay. And the good thing is, is he made the last one. Can I ask you? And it was a perfect kick, by the way. Yes. No, you're right. Can I ask you all something about that, though? I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm seriously asking. Do you think the field goal, regardless of the distance, is the same as the extra point? Since the extra point is what kept throwing him off. Inside 45, yes. But if it's okay. outside 45, I think that, that the percentages start going down from that percentage. Measure. Or maybe he just needed to back up and kick a 50-yarder. And that's what I'm curious about from a mental standpoint. <laughs> I was curious if we would have kicked a 50-yard field goal. He's like, oh, this is a different deal. I can do this, which is strange, but... So right, because you're happened. not – I mean, you, you want to make them all, right, the field goals? Yeah. But they're not supposed to be automatic. Well, because of how we grew up in football, extra points are supposed to be automatic until they moved them to a 33-yard field goal, right? And now it's like, you know, I don't know. Look, he only had missed one extra – what, one extra point. Two of them got blocked, all right? And he only had missed three field goals all year. Two of them were 59 and one was 46. So, you know, there was something that got in his head, and it wasn't just the first miss uh, because he hadn't missed hardly at all, all season long. Think about it. He missed four kicks. You know, you're not going to blame him for the blocks on the extra points. Uh, He missed as many kicks in in a football game as he did all season long. So there was something else that got in his head. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm just going to float the theory that he, he got that field in his head. Now, unfortunately, it's another grass field, right? You know, Levi Stadium, I believe. Yeah. Hopefully it's not below sea level like Candlestick was. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it is, right? Because No, it's not. It's in Santa Clara. Yeah, okay. All right. Mickey, the I'm kind of looking at this offense, and when they have the full accompaniment of – uh, our weapons, they're really, really good. And yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, and you're not Dan Quinn, but if you were Dan Quinn, what would be the thing, the one piece you're trying to eliminate or slow with McCaffrey, Debo, Kittle? I mean, Ayuk's had a fantastic year. You better tackle. Yeah. Right? Because a lot of their, a lot of what Debo does is breaking tackles, right? And run after catch. Uh, and even McCaffrey, you don't think of him as like a bulldozing running back, yeah. but he's pretty elusive and, and, and pretty strong 
Uh, and once he gets going, yeah, he, he's hard to bring down. He reminds me of Steve Smith, the old receiver from Carolina in yes, that manner. Yes, absolutely. And he's not built like him, Mm-mm. but but he, that's kind of the Strong. his nature. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say um, the one thing you've got to be able to do is get pressure on a rookie quarterback. you got to get around him. Just, you know, just make them get uncomfortable in the pocket. I mean, my God, they – I didn't realize this. I mean, I watched the game, but it was in pieces. But they totaled 500 yards in that playoff game against Seattle. Wow. So uh, yeah. you just got to – you got to make him uncomfortable the way they made Tom Brady uncomfortable. Now, San Francisco's off – I mean, uh, Tampa Bay's offensive line – was kind of in flux, right? They had a guy that hadn't played a game since last January starting at center, albeit a very good center in Ryan Jensen. And then they had to move some guys around at guard and everything. Uh, but and, and that's what they accomplished with Brady. He, he never got very comfortable in the pocket until they backed off with the secondary and said, okay, no big plays. You're going to have to eat the clock up. Uh, to move the football downfield, and then he started completing passes. Uh, but they only had two plays of 20 yards or more, uh, and, and that's huge when the Cowboys had six of them. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just think making the rookie quarterback uncomfortable to the point where if you're changing what you were doing defensively like the Cowboys did in the secondary, going from man to zone and doing different things back there, that it, it, it caused Brady to have to look a little bit more because he wasn't, he wasn't comfortable what he was seeing because you didn't give him the same look down after down after down. And if you're getting pressure on him, then that eliminates that ability to try to decipher, oh, I know what they're doing this time. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think from, for it, from the passing game, uh, they just got to make him uncomfortable. And, and, you know, so far he's been pretty darn good for the last pick in the draft. So you're saying tackle? Does that mean does it mean Diggs has to tackle also? <laughs> yeah, and you know he he has done a better job of that of right. late. By the okay. way, okay, all right. right. There and were a couple not, of moments where I was like, "Well, what's he doing there?" But he's I, not all laying it, you know. I think it was the Mike Evans one that people are focusing on, where Mike Evans just kind of pushed him into yeah. the sidelines. There's a lot of off balance on that one. That's okay. Yeah, well, and remember, you know, the the guy with the ball's got a little bit more momentum than the guy that's trying to make the tackle, right? I'll take it. You're not running into him at full speed, so uh, yeah, and I'm sure they'll they'll test it. They'll run that way. Uh, and then it'll be interesting to see what happens if they can get uh, J. Ron Curse uh, back out there on the field in time for the game. I, I think that's that's pretty key too. Um, now I've heard that they they're very hopeful that he can get back from uh, the knee sprain, uh, but you got to see it first. And then he's got what a, a, a one last day to recover, yeah. unfortunately. So that. You know, the, we, we sit here and we talk about, the you know, having to play the game in so many games, you know, you don't have a chance to get your legs back under you, you don't get the same rest, but it's the guys that got nicked up, how quickly can they, they're one less day to use to rehab to try to get back to play. Appreciate it very much. Good, sir. We will catch up with you again tomorrow. Absolutely. See you guys. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. Coming up next, it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick and Derek Holland. Top 10 center fielders right now. Ooh. Next.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. Right now, it's time for baseball nuggets with Mike Bassick and Derek Holland. All right, so Derek, I love MLB Network when they do this right now, and that is the top 10 right now at each position, and then they'll do the top 100 overall after they get through all the positions. Well, we're in the outfield right now with what they're doing. They're also, they've gone more into top 10s. They have the top 10 left-handed pitching prospects, the top 10. Oh. like So they're doing a lot more. So if you're following okay. MLB Network or if you're following them on social media they're doing a lot of top 10 lists which i think are really fun to follow well the one i want to talk about today derek is center field and i think to nobody's surprise mike trout is the number one center fielder in the okay, game today to that point i told mike i was like if mike trout's not number one i'm not going to get a single one of these right and i'm going to be just all flustered last year unfortunately again mike trout missed about a month or more of the season he still hit 40 home runs yeah I mean, when you look at if he, I, I know when you say if, yeah. unfortunately, I don't know if he's ever going to be healthy again for you know, how I feel the season. About that, yeah, but he still, if he misses a month of the season, you can still count him down for forty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um, Get sorry. it together, Derek. <laughs> there's one. There's one guy that I I think he's just as impressive to watch. All right. And don't say Brian Reynolds. No, he's up there though. Byron Buxton. All right. I'm glad you brought him up. Well, Wait, a, don't do, 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 do. I, No, I wanted oh, to speak oh, about him. Oh, but he said. I'm going to let you speak after I ask this question. <laughs> I'll raise my hand next to time Corey and, and Kevin. <laughs> All right, Derek. Yes, I love sir. that it's a drop. Mike just saying, I'm going to let you speak after. <laughs> what would you guess Byron Buxton's numbers are from last year? He is the number two center fielder in the game today, according to MLB. Now. His offensive numbers? Yeah, don't look him up. Just t- 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 take a guess for the second best uh, center fielder in the game today. Okay, so they have to be. Like a two. I think Derek will struggle like two fifty. All right, good guess. Uh, he's got center field twenty home runs. All right, and oh seventy five RSBI. All right, RSBI. I'm gonna go a little higher and say (laughs) thirty home runs and eighty RSBIs. All right, and what would you say probably his batting average is? Two. 250 260 260 260 all right so you guys said 250 and 260 last year byron buxton batted 224 i'm so glad you asked me oh my god you played baseball (laughs) all right it's no i I wouldn't have got it anyway i was actually you're gonna be higher than than, right so 224 home runs you guys were in the range he had 28 home runs last year. okay and we for RBI, you guys said 75 and 80. Derek, how we many RBI it. did he have? If I, I've already kind of given you a hint. He had 28 home runs. Yeah, I know. I, I just I, 
I'm going to say 70. That's a good guess. He had 51. Okay. <laughs> so, he had 28 really home runs and 51 RBIs. Yeah. fielders suck. Yeah, but yeah. he was hurt, though, too. Well, he's yeah, always he's hurt, always. Correct. He? I know. That's why I said when he's on the field, and I was trying to say before I was rudely interrupted, Thank oh. you. he is incredible. The guy covers so much ground. He's a speed threat on the bags when he's out there. I mean, he's just he's a fun dude to watch. And he made some big adjustments because he was a guy that you could easily blow high heaters above him. He would chase it every single time. Yeah. Finally, he, he made that adjustment and started hitting homers off of it, too. To your point, one of my former teammates and buddy, Duncanville alumni, Ranger alumni, Chad Allen. He coaches my son now, uh, and he's a 14-year-old coach. He was the hitting coach for the Twins in AA and the Cubs in AA slash AAA. And he said throughout his time in coaching minor leagues, he is a hitting coach. Okay. He said Byron Buxton was the best player he coached by far. His wow. all his ability and everything. Now he was the number two pick in the draft. Sure. So I mean, there's a lot of talent there. But he said he just can't stay healthy, and so that's where we're at with Byron Buxton, the second best center fielder in the game today. And to your point, he's a 244 career hitter. So hopefully that was just a bad year. He made a play here last year that I was doing the pre and post, and he ran into the wall, and I couldn't believe he caught it. I was like, where's the ball at? Yeah. Because he ran into the wall kind of where there's a corner in yeah. left center field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hit the wall. And you couldn't tell. Both guys went after the ball. And I'm like, where's the ball? Who has it? Right. I don't see it. Did it go over the fence? It's obviously not on the ground. There's no ball laying around. But they don't seem to be any type of excited to, like, get up and go chase a ball or anything. And he had caught the ball. So, to your point, Derek, he is when healthy, which is about 40 to 60 games a year because I think he plays another 40 games hurt, is that he is phenomenal. The problem is is it's really tough to put up good numbers hurt because once you miss four weeks of baseball, to then get back in the batter's box and have good rhythm and timing is very tough. I know mm -hmm. we're both pitchers, but we know listening to hitters, it takes a while, especially if you get hurt in the season, to then – Adrian Beltre was the most unbelievable at this I've ever seen. I don't know how he could miss time and then come back and be just on time everything. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say. It's true. Okay. He's incredible. Now, it goes J-Rod next, Julio Rodriguez. He's already that high on the list. He's oh. number three. He's I pretty think... impressive, too. No, but he, he's also he turning is. into the Buxton, though. He's got to stay healthy. Okay. Next one is Nimmo, a guy that we talked about in free agency mm -hmm. that the Mets re-signed. The next one is Michael Harris the second, and he was Rookie of the Year yeah. in the National League. So you're Rookie of the Year in the American League and National League. We're both center fielders, so maybe this will get better throughout 2023 i think it's an early high up there for him already it's, but you know what's crazy first year his batting average was 73 points better than byron buxton's last year yeah just to show how so, discounted that yeah. has really become quick some... to your point and i'd love to know from you Derek, because you've faced most of these guys is number six through ten reynolds cedric mullins he goes up luis robert yaskrimski and Chaz mccormick now, McCormick, you might have not faced. He might have been a him. rookie last year, too. Uh, out of those guys, who do you think is maybe undervalued 6 through 10 that should be in the top five? Brian Reynolds and Cedric Mullins. Okay. They should be moved up more. Who would you would you take? Is it easy I would enough take, to say Nimmo and Harris? They're um, four and five. Yeah, I would put him. I'd put them. They would just move up one spot. I would move Harris down. Harris would be nine. I'd put Ustramski up further. I think Roberts... Robert should be behind Harris just because 
He's barely on the field. He's hurt a lot. Think about this. Think about I would have thought he would have been top three by now. I really had high hopes for him. But he's hurt so much. That's the thing. Listen to what you're saying, Derek. Trout, Buxton, I know Buxton's the other one. Luis Robert. You've named now four of the top eight guys in center field get hurt a lot. Correct. It's a tough position. Now, you played with Josh Hamilton, who kind of started dealing with those injuries playing center field a but lot. But I think Josh's issues were a little bit different. His body's breaking down from different reasons. Right, gotcha. So these guys, it's... Now, Byron, I think his is just because of how crazy he is out on the field. I think that's the big thing of him getting hurt and obviously some of it's hamstring. Because of what you're saying and because of... We look at four of the top eight being guys that struggle to stay on the field for, let's just say, 140 games. I get you're going to get probably 20 games off throughout a season. But these guys are struggling getting put on the injured list. If you're running an organization, Derek, would you look at, let's just say you're developing the next J-Rod or the next Michael Harris, who both won Rookie of the Year. Would you try to put them maybe more in left field to try to take, if you think they're a premium offensive player for your team, would you go, Look, we can find uh, Leody Tavares or Bubba Thompson to run out there in center field. He's not very – offensively, we don't really care too much about them. They're going to run down balls. we got to make sure you're in our lineup every day. No, because I feel like if I'm putting him in a different position, it's now I'm trying to be cautious rather than just let them play. You can't predict an injury. So if he's going to go out there, he's going to get hurt. That's just how it is. It's just the way he plays. You can't change how somebody is. It's like telling – it's like, hey, Mike, you, you need to throw a little bit softer because you keep getting hurt. You oh, can't geez. do that. I couldn't do that. Hey, Josh yeah. Hamilton, was, don't be, don't run into the wall I, out there. I was yeah, always like, throwing soft. It's you. <laughs> I mean, that's it, a hard thing to sit here and say. Like, oh, you got to take it easy out there. Yeah. I need you up at the plate. Mike, keep trick effing them. Take I was it easy. Um, okay, <laughs> play, now, play softer. Here's my next question for for uh, center fielders. And tomorrow we'll get into left fielders, right fielders. I don't believe have been because I'm just going to give you. Why wouldn't they just do outfielders in general? I, I do like this because it, oh, it gets but more the only thing is, on the list. But, but I say that because Brian Reynolds, for instance, doesn't always play center field. He right. can go play left. He can play right. That, to me, that's why it's such a tough – it's so broad. Let me ask you this, Derek. Ask. Nimmo, Harris, Reynolds, and Mullins, four through seven. Three of the four are left-handed hitters. The other one in Reynolds is a switch hitter. How much do you think it's going to help those guys that defensively they get they get back to only two guys on the right side of the field? I'm just wondering, do, could you see, like, if you were playing fantasy baseball or something like that, could you be like, man, I'm going to concentrate a little bit more on left-handers this year because they could their numbers could go up way more than people think? I would say yes because you're going to see more right-handers on the mound than you do left-handers, so it plays to their advantage. How many hitters – in today's game that you can think of, I know this is a tough one to not ask you before the show, specifically take advantage of the shift. With two strikes, you are told Shit's in a gone. scouting report. I know it is. Oh, okay. But I'm just wondering if these guys won't be helped too much because they actually, in the scouting report when you were pitching, they actually, you had to say, with two strikes, watch out. I will say one that used to do it who's not in the game anymore is Chu. Chu would be a guy yeah. that would actually, with two strikes, or if he felt a little bit disadvantaged, in the batter's box where he didn't feel comfortable against the guy, he would shoot the ball the other way and just get a single and get on base. Can you name a few guys maybe in today's game where you're like, you have to watch out for them. It won't help them anymore, but they did take advantage of that situation. So their numbers might not go up that much. Just outfielders? Anybody. Brandon Crawford. Okay. He's another one that I know that's left that'll go the other way. Um, Nimmo. Um, So Nimmo might not 
get a, a bigger bump in batting average because he's not so much a pull no matter what. Guy. Yeah, it's it's tough to say. And, and a guy that stood out to me, too, that I wanted to mention was Ichiro. He was very, as soon as you got two strikes, he was looking. And I don't know if it's just the way that the Asian culture is when it comes to baseball is because they're so good at just playing pepper with the ball, trying to just hit it that way. So I, it's tough. But I, of these guys, Cedric Mullins does a pretty good job of going the other way, too. Yeah. So there's your top 10 center fielders right now. Trout one, Buxton two, J-Rod three, Nemo four, and Michael Harris the second, fifth. Why no Rangers? Well, that's the deal. When we look at outfield, that is a little bit of a weakness yeah. when it comes to offense. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, a mural has us asking, what, if anything, can the Mavs do to ease the burden on Luka? Next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.